something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Today is episode 54, and we're going strong. I am feeling a little extra southern <laughs> with a bow in my hair. I ordered this online um, to actually wear out in public, and it's so super cute. And uh, the way that it attaches is like you could put it anywhere, and it stays really well. So if there's a, if it's a windy day, you're not going to lose your bow on a bridge when you're kissing your boyfriend. To me, this is just so romantic. The little bow in the hair is very, very romantic. And so is this top. I think it's very romantic as well. <laughs> I don't know about this strawberry necklace, but it's pink, okay? I have one hair. <laughs> do you ever do that? <laughs> just rip out the hair that's not working for you? I've been known to do that from time to time. <laughs> Maybe that's why I have a little bald spot right here. <laughs> no, I have a cowlick in the front. So it's really difficult sometimes to have a center part um, with wispy bangs because the weight isn't there. So it kind of like tends to want to always go this way. Anyway, so welcome back to another episode. It's a rainy slash beautiful day out there. We need some rain, which is strange because um, up here in the Rockies, we got a lot of snow this winter in our area anyway. and. You'd assume that that would saturate the ground quite a bit, but apparently it didn't. It just didn't do its thing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but apparently there have been a few wildfires already. And I'm thinking already, like now would be the time I would think to light fires. So if you have like piles of wood around, I mean, mostly if you're cleaning your yard and you wanna burn leaves, like now's the time to do it. But I guess it's different everywhere. I'm just talking about what am I talking about? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, wildfires are a serious situation and um, definitely don't throw your cigarette butts out the window, right? Um, or if your car is smoking out of the hood, don't pull off into the grass because that is like classic. I've, I'm sure we've all seen the black patch at the side of the highway where a car has burnt up. The problem is, is in the summer, the heat of the summer, which we're not there yet, but cars driving down the highway will overheat. And of course they wanna pull off of the highway and then sometimes they start on fire and that's how bushfires start. <laughs> Sorry, bushfires, <laughs> that made me laugh. Uh, anyway, uh, so sometimes you don't have a choice because you just need to pull off the highway, but that is sometimes the cause of major forest fires. So no cigarette butts, no burning vehicles, and then just being conscious. I wonder, you know, like CP rail, the railways, I have seen sparks flying off of those things, like the wheels, if there's debris on the track or whatever. I know that there's like a buffer so the track is here and then, you know, the rocks and everything like gives it quite a buffer zone for that reason specifically, I believe, but I'm sure some probably start that way too. Anyway, I'm gonna start off with making a concoctail. Oh, and also my pinky nail broke twice. I It broke once, I went to get it fixed and then it broke right where she fixed it. I don't have time to go get it fixed again. <laughs> so I'm gonna wait until I get my nails done again in like, three weeks. So if this bothers you, better click away now. Another thing, um, I'm so, <laughs> so scattered all over the place, but I have club pinkies. Okay. This is pretty, it's not, I'm undiagnosed professionally. I've diagnosed myself. Um, but you know, club thumbs are a thing, right? Where you've seen thumbs that are a bit shorter and they have a really wide thumbnail. Um, this is a real thing. And uh, maybe you have a club thumb, you didn't know what it was called, but they are a bit shorter and really wide kind of thin thumbnail. Um, kind of, anyway, I think my dad actually has a, not a full version of this, but kind of half. <laughs> he definitely has like little smiley face thumbnails. Um, but I think I got the club <laughs> It especially looks clubbed right now <laughs> because um, the nail is short. Okay, so use this hand for reference. So um, my whole life, I 
would wear gloves and have a bit of a gap in the pinky. And I like it doesn't matter what kind of glove where I bought them. Um, it wasn't necessarily made for long fingered people. And I don't have big hands. I've got kind of small hands. So there'd always be a bit of space. And uh, I just kind of always thought that was normal and whatever. Never thought anything of it until I was in high school. And another student um, w- went like this to me. And he's like, what's wrong with your pinky? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. What's wrong with my pinky? And he goes, why is it so small? And I thought, oh, I don't know. Like I, And then I started looking at my hand. And then I compared my hand to my friend's hands. And it turns out I have an abnormally small pinky. Now, if you notice, um, I believe that your pinky is supposed to come up to like this knuckle right here. I've got like half an inch of more space that my pinky needs. I know you guys are never going to look at my hands the same again. Um, but hey, I have lived a normal life. <laughs> With my clubbed pinkies, apparently. Um, are there? Th- I wonder if it hinders me in any way. Gripping, grasping. I do know that when I took guitar lessons when I was 17, I took like three lessons. It was really difficult for me to use my pinky for the frets. And I have like a strange tenant thing where like, I was like, oh yeah, I want to reach my pinky, but like my other fingers would move too. And I couldn't like move my pinky finger independently. And then he, I remember, this is when I realized that my guitar teacher was a psychopath, was (laughs) I said, oh no, I, yeah, I just, I can't. Do you ever like, I tried to relate and say, do you ever have that where you can't like your other fingers move too with your, and he's like, no. I've never had that. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, And it's the first time I've actually made the connection of not being able to reach certain frets. And so maybe it has hindered me in my life. I could be a professional um, guitarist by now if I didn't have a club pinky. So club pinky sounds so bad. I have a short pinky. Anyway. Let's get into concoctails. This is a Sugar Thrills top also, by the way. This is not from Sugar Thrills. I do have a bow like this from Sugar Thrills, but it's more stiff and sticky outy. So like, it would be like Um, I'm just gonna wing today's concoctail segment. I happen to have a couple ingredients that I wanna use. And woo, check out my mushroom glass with my colorful straw. Um, I remembered a straw this time. Now, this is not super complex or complicated. This is gonna be a very refreshing cocktail. Um, I've made similar ones in the past, but I just wanted to share this with you. This is almost sugar-free. I'm gonna be using triple sec in this, which is an an orange orange liqueur to kind of add a little extra pizzazz to it. But anyway, the ingredients are Fresca, um, every summer staple since 1981. I wonder if there's a date as to when Fresco was established. I grew up on this shit. And if I hadn't, then I may have a few more brain cells. <laughs> Diet drinks are not the best thing to grow up on, but I, my mother was always in shape, always fit, lots of diet this, diet that, margarine, like, so I just kind of grew up on diet drinks. I shouldn't say, it's not what we drank, but like, um, you know, on a hot summer day, it was fresca. Um, I've got some ice in this, and I believe it's full of water now. Um, I'm just gonna pour that out. I'm kind of afraid to... I'm always hesitant to put this lid on because so many times it has gotten stuck and then somebody's like, just hit it on the side of the sink or something. And I, ever since somebody wrote that, I was like, I haven't had a problem since. Um, all right, and I've got some diet cranberry. So there are three grams of carbs in this per one cup. So it's very, it's basically, so it's not diet per se. It's not like got, does it have aspartame? I should probably know. Filtered water, reconstituted cranberry juice. All right, natural flavor, pectin, citric acid, um, sodium citrate, absorbic acid, sucralose, and Allura Red. 
kind of like Agent Orange, remember? <laughs> um, and then some triple sec and this Mad Lab gin. And I always want to call this uh, citrus gin, but it's not. It does have some citrus in it. Grapefruit and hibiscus and plus other herbs and lovely things. So I'm not going to slam things down on the table anymore. So here's my plan. I'm going to pour Fresca in this and then make my alcohol mixture with the cranberry juice, shake it up and try to keep the red on the top. This is kind of like cheating though, because it's simple to have a layered drink with this kind of tabletop plateau to pour onto. But who knows, it could just completely go pink. I don't know. It's gonna be an adventure. Okay, so Mad Lab sent me this gin. I've got a little bit left. Um, this is a lovely gin. It just is very fragrant, flavorful, and I highly recommend, sippable, but I like to sip gin, I'm a bit of a freak. Um, so let's just pour whatever's left in here. That's approximately one ounce. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, then we're gonna go for some triple sec, not a ton. I said one ounce, but maybe three quarters of an ounce. And then some of this, some dyed cranberry juice. So uh, I don't think that, that it's all gonna fit in this, my mushroom glass. Oh, so cute, with my outfit. <laughs> all right, Fresca in. I'm just gonna fill the stem. By the way, I hate pouring directly into a glass. I like to pour down the side, typically. But in this case, because it just destroys the carbonation. Summertime. All right, so I had like a brain fart. I didn't know where I was, what I was doing. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you? All right, here we go. We're gonna shake this up. And I brought a paper towel this time. gonna dry this out for me. Okay, my fingers are frozen. That's a good sign. Now I'm gonna pour this on the edge. Hot diggity. It kind of worked. And if you look really closely at the bottom, oops. <laughs> There is a definite division happening. Actually, it's kind of psycho. Can you see this? Is it focusing? Do you see that? Interesting. So I probably could have used a better technique, like even a spoon to really, rather than tip the glass, I could have poured it on a spoon and then it would go into the corner. Anyway, I'm gonna give this a taste. Actually, okay. I think I brought this because I actually do need it. I was like, I'm probably not going to need it today. I'm not chopping anything. How can I make a cocktail without the proper accessories? Oh no, I need that little mini one. Whoop. So adorable. So these I got on Amazon, these are the best little cocktail umbrellas. They go with any cocktail, it's just a little palm tree. It's so cute. And you could serve it with it in the straw too. So it looks like a long palm tree. <laughs> um, let me just put it in the side. Typically it'd have like maybe a maraschino cherry on the end just to kind of have it sit on the bottom, but. And these um, mushroom glasses I got on, you can just type in mushroom glass on Google and then hit the shopping button and then find them. They, they sell them in a lot of different places now. But I love it. I wish there was like a little section of blue in there or something. But this would look really cute as a blue cocktail. I mean, it kind of looks like a little, no, it doesn't look like an island. What am I talking about? Okay, let me have a sip. I'm just gonna have Dice of Fresca at the beginning here. Mm. And a little trick that I learned 
<laughs> and sometimes it works and sometimes it's, it backfires, is to blow bubbles in the bottom of your drink to mix it. That is refreshing and lovely and everything that I want in a cocktail. But we have to name this cocktail and what is it gonna be named? So it's in a mushroom glass. It's tropical looking. If I have to make something, so say I'm, oh, what's a good example? Say I need to make like knee pads for gardening and I don't wanna buy them and I've got lots of shit I can, so I'm really good at coming up with a way to create something. When it comes to names, no, absolutely not. Like when it comes to titling something, oh, emergency alert, do you get those sometimes? This is says, it says test, test, test. But I had an emergency alert, like of course your phone goes off. It's like And I swear some people have driven off the road because their phone automatically starts like making a noise you've never heard before. Could you imagine being in a classroom and everybody's phone goes off? And everybody's like, ah, what the hell? Um, Anyway, and it was for uh, an area, it was it was a, a missing child, okay? But in an area that's eight hours away from where I live, right? And I was like, did everyone in Canada get this emergency alert? Because <laughs> I'm in a different province, like way, way far away. You'd think that it would be to phones in the area, but maybe the technology just isn't there yet. Anyway, I'm gonna name this cocktail, Tailcock. <laughs> What do you think? That's the extent of my creativity. I have to write it down, otherwise I won't remember. Um, it might change between now and then, but I'm gonna leave it at that, just so we can move on. <laughs> Tailcock. Um, great. Glad we figured that one out. So, my week. First things first, I should have said this right at the beginning. Um, <laughs> I have another hair, but I refuse to rip this one out. A couple things. I am hosting a giveaway. I'm giving away five $250 Amazon gift cards. Um, all you have to do is clink, clink the link below in the description box, click it, don't clink it. Um, and you can enter and you can't win if you don't enter. So highly recommend that you do because I'm giving away five of them. You have five more times a chance to win than if I were to do one $250 Amazon gift card. Um, and of course, summer's around the corner, so buy yourself a floaty, a pool. You can buy yourself some skewers, maybe like a fire poker, maybe a camp chair, all that good stuff. I mean, Amazon has absolutely everything. Um, so enter that, that'll be down below. I'm gonna be drawing the winners on May 8th, so it's happening soon. I believe today is the 6th, is it? <laughs> when this goes up, yes. So uh, you've got a couple more days to enter. And like I said in the last podcast, if you have more than one email address, you can enter more than one. So just saying. And if you didn't know, 25 days of micro bikinis is happening right now. Uh, today will be day two. And I am doing, basically, if you don't know what 25 days of micro bikinis is, um, I'm filming 25 different micro bikini try-ons. So I ordered a bunch of brand new micro bikinis. I'm gonna show you what a micro bikini is because some people don't. No, I will be right back. So though I may be dressed like an off-duty princess, <laughs> just bouncing around town doing some shopping, you know, but still princessy, I have a darker side. I have a sultrier side to me. Um, and that's where my micro bikinis come in. <clears throat> so this is a micro bottom. What this does is cover about three square inches of your peach, my peach. Um, and then the top covers about five square inches of my titties. And um, basically, uh, I, to be honest, I have worn micro bikinis on a lot of beaches. And you know, if you don't wanna go completely nude, cause we go to nude beaches, me and my photographer, and um, just hang out, literally. <laughs> um, but it's kind of a good starting point. And uh, I have to say, <laughs> 
This is going to sound weird, but when I'm snorkeling in the nude and there's current happening, there's waves, I don't really like the feeling of the water moving my bits around. <laughs> How do I say that? Um, I don't like a tickly peach. <laughs> That's the name of the cocktail. Okay, I'll change it. I don't like tail I'm naming it a tickly peach. Because <laughs> it's kind of peach colored actually, so it does sort of make sense. Um, okay. So I like to have a bottom on when I'm doing my snorkeling. Just because it just is it's more comfortable for me. So I'll always reach for a micro bottom because you know, like why why have anything bigger? <laughs> um, anyway, so these micro bikinis I'll be pairing with um, Kind of a matching outfit and some of them are crazy like stuff that you've never seen before I would never knew existed <laughs> so um, It's super fun. It's just it makes the month of May so fun and leading up to summer it's just a kind of like a good netflix series you get into and it's like wow i can look forward to watching every episode of this all day this month every day this month <laughs> uh anyway so that's going to be on patreon and only fans i believe i'm going to be posting them on my only fans free page as well so you can actually like kind of pick and choose which ones you want to watch but it's fun and that's what i'm here for Let's have a good time. It's summer's around the corner. Let's sh show some skin and look within. <laughs> if you go to my Patreon, actually, I'm going to link them right directly below so you can choose which website you want to go to. Um, and there'll be lots of information on both websites. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, no, I don't know what to do or where to go or whatever. It'll be very clear and easy. And if you don't know what it's all about, here's a little teaser so you get a little taste of what to expect on 25 days of micro bikinis. These just want to fly off, just so you know. My nipples have minds of their own. It wants to slingshot right off of me. Perfect. Another thing is, I was side-by-siding. I was a passenger. And when we go side-by-siding, there's usually a group of like between five to 10 of us that go. Uh, it's so fun. It's just like, a, it's, it's a total blast. But I chose to wear warmer boots because it was kind of a chillier day. And uh, they weren't really that supportive. Like they weren't like hiking boots. You kind of need to wear more supportive boots because not only are you gonna get muddied up, you're, you also have to hang on for life, for dear life. <laughs> Because if the thing rolls, you got to be strong enough to kind of hold yourself. <laughs> anyway, I wore my mucklucks. I have like a brown leather pair of mucklucks. And I love them. I live in them all winter long. And basically, without knowing, I was pressing up like the tops of my toes too hard, apparently. And it wasn't like painful at the time. I have felt this type of thing before like way more painful in shoes, but this was like drawn out over eight, 10 hours. Long story short, my toenails hurt for two weeks. And I was like, weird, they're not turning black. Like, okay, great, they just hurt and whatever. Like on the 14th day, a little um, bruise showed up kind of around the top part of my toenail. And both of my toenails, I think are gonna come off, my big toenails. <sighs> And this is a freaking disaster because it's May, okay? It's sandal season. And this is not what I, my life is about. <laughs> I don't wanna have to conceal my toenails. Like I can't lose my toenails, my big toenails, like pinky toenails. I've recently lost those. <laughs> Walking from Rodney's Oyster House back to my hotel in Calgary in the wrong shoes. And that's one thing, but the big toenails, no. No, I can't live with that. <laughs> anyway, what's going to happen? I don't know, um, but I'm just going to have to ride it out. And luckily, my the girl that does my toenails is like, you could probably, you know, rebuild some sections or whatever. But I'm like, I don't want gibbled big toes. That's not a good look. And I got to go to, I'm traveling a few places like pretty quick here and pray for me. I debated whether I was going to share this or not, but I'm going to. <laughs> Um, I had a crazy sex dream randomly about someone that I know in my town 
that I'm not attracted to is fairly good looking, but just not my type. Since I had this dream, now I'm like obsessed. <laughs> I shouldn't say obsessed, but if you've ever had a sex dream about someone random, so a teacher, uh, you know, a friend or something, you know, it's hard to, uns you, you look at them in a different way, at least for the first few times you see them until it's like fades your memory and you, you know, it goes away. But I went to the gym this morning <laughs> and the person that I had the sex dream about was there. But leading up to, I thought, I figured how ironic, this is kind of weird that they're here and I just dreamt about them last night and I don't normally see them there. Anyway, and I thought like, is there a message here? <laughs> Should I <clears throat> warn them? Because the way the dream started was I was in some sort of aquarium, not aquarium, um, pet store with a bunch of fish tanks everywhere. But there was one great big fish tank with like a beluga whale in it. But I noticed that there was a bit of a crack in the glass and it wasn't leaking or anything, but I was like, oh, there's a crack in the glass. And I was trying to tell the people that were working there that there's a crack in the glass and the beluga whale is gonna break, bust out of this thing. Like, um, anyway, long story short, the glass broke and essentially um, the person that I had the dream about got swept out and and it's, and we both got swept out together and things kind of took their own path at that point but I'm like it's so interesting it's happened to me many times like in the past just having random dreams about people and you're just like oh, okay it's pretty uncomfortable just for me you don't know what's going on and then you have the opportunity to tell them about it too like as an adult just be like by the way I had a dream about you last night, and is it true? <laughs> oh yeah, another thing that I learned fairly recently, and it wasn't until I experienced it myself that I knew that it's kind of an important thing. It, may, it Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. You're like, spit it out, what is it? Um, so I work out four days a week. I do high intensity interval training, HIIT training, a lot of like military drills, <laughs> gym equipment. I pretty much know how to use everything in that place now, which is great. But especially when you're doing like the HIIT training and doing like a Tabata uh, style, which is like 20 seconds on, 10 seconds rest. 20 seconds on, you do that eight times in a row. But sometimes if I'm doing like the 30 second on, 10 second rest, eight times in a row, um, I'm sweating to death. I'm way too hot, especially in the summertime. Like the gym here has no air conditioning. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> my point is, is one time I went to the gym with my hair in pigtails because um, I had it in braids from the night before. So I had two braids. So I had a part right down the middle. And I was like, wow, interesting. Like I was way less, even though it was a hotter day, I felt less heated. And then it made sense to me, of course, like I have a part down the center of my skull where most of your heat is leaving your body through your head. If you have your hair up in a bun, you're like keeping that heat all in. So guys don't really have this problem unless they have long hair. Girls, however, if you go to the gym, and this this makes sense to me too, when I watch like MMA fighters that have the cornrows, they have like six different sections in their head to keep themselves cool. But also, you know, you don't want any hair like to be grabbed or whatever. So it's just something to consider that I never considered before when you're doing certain types of workouts, cycling on a hot summer day, girls maybe, or guys with long hair, have two or three parts to let your head breathe because you're gonna keep like probably a few degrees cooler just by letting that heat escape because hair is very insulating, right? It's like fur <laughs> and it keeps all the heat in. So it's not something that I really thought about before until I had experienced it. And I was like, oh, having that extra part where the heat can kind of come out is uh, kind of essential. But I run hot. So that's another thing. <laughs> I know that um, from reading, actually, I think facts today, I'll read to you that women's heartbeats generally are like run faster because I've always run beat faster. Um, I've always been warm. And especially if I'm like snuggling with somebody, there was like, God, you're so hot. <laughs> they can't ever like hug all night long. It's not something that really works well with me. And then I thought, oh, maybe it's because I have a rare blood type or maybe it's like, but it's probably because my metabolism and I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that, but one day I'll find out and then we'll talk about it here. 
All right, now it's time for a segment that I like to call Cat Facts. So today I have a bunch of facts that I found on a website. <laughs> because I am not a bank of knowledge when it comes to these kind of things. And if I learn, I have to hear something at least 15 times before I remember it. So let's start uh, exercising our brains, shall we? So this is titled 100 Incredible Facts You Did Not Know About Your Body. I'm not gonna read all 100 of them. I'm gonna read the first 99, no, I'm just okay, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how interesting this gets. First fact, if you're a female and you feel like your heart beats quicker than your male counterparts, you're not wrong. <laughs> Women's hearts are proven to beat faster than men's. What? Yeah, okay. Is it because like we're, like women are generally smaller than men? Because if you like listen to a small animal's heartbeat, it's like beep, 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 beep. Is it the smaller you are, the faster your heartbeat? Like hummingbird or a mouse? As well as having faster heartbeats, women blink twice as much as men as well. So it's funny, I have a friend that will, when they're thinking hard, <laughs> they double blink. So like normally they're not double blinking, but when they're on the phone or they're like talking <clears throat> or like explaining something that they have to like think, they double blink. And I, I noticed this like years ago and I thought, hmm. I know, I don't even think I mentioned this to the person. I don't want them to get self-conscious <laughs> like by the way you're double blinking every time you say something like every time you blink <clears throat> hiccups can last a very long time the record is held by charles osborne this poor man had hiccups for a total of 68 years without stopping diaphragm of steel <laughs> oh god around 70 percent of people tilt their heads to the right rather than the left when kissing somebody else. Now let's all pretend we're kissing somebody. And yep, for me, definitely the right, which is good, 70%, because then if you're both tilting the same way, which means the, your opponent, <laughs> yeah, the person you're kissing is tilting to the left, then you're gonna be like, uh, uh, uh. can't remember your dream from last night? I sure can. <laughs> That's perfectly normal since most people forget 90% of their dreams. Very true. I feel like everything I talked about in this podcast so far is like from this list that I read earlier. Make sure you wear a hat this winter. A total of 80% of your body heat is lost through your head. So it's time to invest in a good woolly beanie. So 80% of your body heat is lost through your head. So when you're fighting, I mean, MMA fighting, if you're or if you're exercising or, you know, hiking, biking, uh, you name it. Yeah. You could be sweating, sweating, sweating and wearing a hat. Take your hat off, it really helps. It's not just your cheeks that turn red and expose your embarrassment when you're blushing. Your stomach also turns red. Okay, interesting, I didn't know that because I, for sure, my face goes red when I'm embarrassed, which makes it 10 times worse because then you're clearly embarrassed and then other people try to make you feel more comfortable and then it just, it just amplifies the situation where you just wanna run and jump off a cliff. <laughs> you just wanna get the hell out of there. Oh, I remember I had a boss that was so rude. I worked at a golf course and I was working in the pro shop, booking people in and, and I was quite young, I was about 17. And there was some sort of issue with the computer so we had to do math <laughs> without the computer system. And basic stuff I can do no problem. But then there's kind of the stuff that's a little bit more like numbers that are a bit more complicated when there's like member discounts and stuff like that. So I had the calculator there. Even though I had some space to like and time to figure it out, I was doing it in my head and I was like, mm, trying to do it first before going to the calculator. And then basically, for some reason, I think that my boss came up and I was kind of in the middle of trying to figure out the math. And immediately, without him even saying anything, I started to get embarrassed because I was like, oh, I should know this, duh. And then, but the person that I was like checking in or whatever also didn't come up with the math. We were both kind of thinking. <laughs> and then my boss was like, gosh, Kat, like, did you take math in school? Like, so, something like that. so then I, then you can't think at all. Then you just have blood rushing into your head you can't think, you're trying to keep it cool, you're trying to look like you're not embarrassed, and it's a bloody nightmare. Anyway, so uh, that's that. <laughs> Every three to four seconds, around 50,000 cells in your body will die and be replaced by new ones. 50,000 is not very many. I wonder if you were to take like 50,000 cells and what would that be 
size-wise. Like, because I, it's so hard to gauge. 50,000 cells, is that the size of like a freckle? Is it microscopic? Is it the size of a dime? I have no frame of reference for that kind of thing. If you're a man, the smallest cells in your body are sperm cells. What? Weird. Uh, it's scientifically proven that children grow faster in the spring. So you're not imagining things when your little nephews and nieces seem to be suddenly older by the summer. Okay, kind of interesting. It's much less effort to be happy. You'll use 17 muscles to smile versus 43 to frown and be miserable. Kind of makes sense. If you thought steel was strong and durable, your bones are five times stronger. It's difficult to break them, but that's why it hurts so much when you do. Have you ever broken a bone? Let me know in the comments down below, because I've never, and I don't want to either. Babies seem to have big eyes since their eyeballs never actually grow. What? <laughs> babies seem to have big eyes since the eyeball never actually grow. Okay, so when babies are born, basically their eyes are the size that they'll always be. On the other hand, your ears and nose never stop growing. I did know that. Research on heart attacks was carried out and one of the conclusions was that Monday is the most likely day to have a heart attack. Be careful. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, I mean, that does make sense. No matter how many times you try, it's impossible to sneeze and keep your eyes open at the same time. I've read that fact before and I bet that there's someone or was someone at some point in history that could sneeze with their eyes open. So impossible is not the right word. I mean, if you were to kind of like wear those devices, you know, that keep your eyes open, you know, ones that you have to put in when you have to rinse your eyeballs out or was that just me in chemistry class? <laughs> Making things explode and having to rinse my eyeballs out. Um, but there are devices that keep your eyes open, right? Like say during, surgery because you're getting LASIK eye surgery or something. Um, what would happen if you sneezed? Would you strain your eyes so much that they would, that you cause damage or would it just, would you just not be able to blink? I'm kind of curious. Okay. Round two of tickly peach. <laughs> it's like prickly pear. <laughs> tickly peach. So fill the stem <laughs> with Fresca. And this probably has a bit of water in it now from melting, but I'm gonna try a different technique here. I'm just gonna try to, what can I use to, what if I go like this? <laughs> this is stupid, but I don't care. I'm gonna cover the hole with this. Okay, see? And then I'm gonna pour this on. to get it out. Good thing I have my palm tree. Huh. Damn it. This is not sanitary. If I was a mixologist, I would not be doing this <laughs> and showing anyone else. <laughs> Can you imagine the shit that goes on in kitchens and like behind the scenes? when it comes to like the food industry, that people would just be horrified. Okay, let me just, oh, God, no, like that. And then I would just put it, <laughs> stick it back in. Um, I had a job at Montana's cookhouse. When I was 15, I was the hostess not serving because 18 was the legal, the legal drinking age. I, but I could wait tables so I could, go to the back and serve tables when they were super busy. And I remember seating these people and I was like, oh, there was the, the table was clean, but I could, I noticed that there was something like kind of, I guess crumbs or something on the table. So I went to wipe it off, but I knocked the like one set of cutlery off. The cutlery hit the floor and um, I just picked the cutlery up because it was still in the napkin. 
and put it back on the table, which is a big no-no. But if it, like if this would have happened in my home, we would have just picked it up and put it back on the table. We wouldn't have been like, oh, it's dirty now. Like you can't use the cutlery didn't even touch the floor. So I, I just had this flashback just right now about these people being like, you just pick up the cutlery and put it back on the table. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I probably should get new, new cutlery. But you know, reality is, I mean, fricking, you, we've all heard of the five second rule, right? For me, it's a 24 hour rule. Sometimes my lunch is whatever's left on the car floor. <laughs> a McDonald's fry! It's like, that's the gold. That's the win. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Tickly peach. Here we are, tickly peach on the beach. One day, you guys, I can visualize it now. I'll be on the beach making a tickly peach. I'm gonna mix it. Ah, even Becker. Even better the second time. Even Becker. Even Becker, the set in time. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Um, okay, a couple more facts, let's see. Oh my God. Uh, okay, one more fact. After a long day at work, you will be around eight millimeters shorter than you were in the morning. If you feel taller when you wake up, it's because you are. That makes sense. Because I feel skinnier in the morning. <laughs> because my body's just stretched out. God damn, all those times that I was motivated because I was like, wow, I still lost some weight overnight. <laughs> that concludes cat facts. Now I'm gonna dive into some groovy music. That's M-E-W-S-I-C. Mew. <laughs> this is called I Do It For The Music uh, by Spring Gang and Lakeisha Nugent. And I actually use this song because I really like it. I use the song, uh, the beginning for the intro to my bikini videos. So if you're interested, check it out.
the only words I know. Feeling it myself? Do It For The Music by Spring Gang and Lakeisha Nugent. Uh, yeah, the beginning of that, I, you'll see. Hopefully you'll see if you participate in 25 Days of Micro Bikinis. I have some kitty twisters. I skipped out, I think, the last episode. And we have a little bit of time left, so I'm going to go through and read some of these. I've pre-read some, and a lot of them are cheesy, but hey... It doesn't matter, we're gonna go for it. When I found out my toaster wasn't waterproof, I was shocked. <laughs> so cheap, but effective. Uh, police have confirmed that the man who fell from the 15th floor of the nightclub was not a bouncer. Never shout into a colander, it'll strain your voice. A blonde, a brunette, and a redhead all worked at the same office for, the, for a female boss who always goes home early. Hey, girls, says the brunette. Let's go home early tomorrow. She'll never know. So the next day, they all leave right after the boss does. The brunette gets some extra gardening done. The redhead goes to a bar, and the blonde goes home to find her husband in bed with the female boss. She quietly sneaks out of the house and returns at her normal time. Later that day, that was fun, said the brunette. We should do it again sometime. No way, says the blonde. I almost got caught. <laughs> Yikes. This reminds me of a joke that my mom would tell. I saw a woman drop her purse at the high street this morning, so I quickly followed her. The high street, I'm assuming, is like the highway? <laughs> um, as I was just about to tap her on the shoulder, she started running for a bus. So I ran after her shouting, You dropped your purse! You dropped your purse! She didn't hear me and proceeded to get on the bus, so I got on the bus too. As I walked to the back of the bus, I breathlessly said, You dropped your purse on the floor outside of McDonald's. <sighs> Thank you so much, she said. Where is it? I said, I've just told you, on the floor outside of McDonald's. <laughs> he should have just grabbed it. What the hell? I went to the doctor because every time I opened my eyes, I vomited everywhere. He looked at me and said it was the worst case of seasickness he'd ever encountered. <laughs> so cheesy. If Arnold Schwarzenegger's tombstone doesn't say, I'll be back, then someone has made a grave mistake. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, I'm going to read this. I can't. I can't really figure it out, but... You're offered $50,000, but if you accept it, the person you hate the most in the entire world will get $100,000. You taking it? Yes, why wouldn't I want $150,000? <laughs> Does this mean that the person accepting it hates themselves the most in the entire world? Or do they murder the person they hate the most and take the money? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna read one more. This one is really, really, okay, I'll read this one. Here's a fun fact about bees. Most of them act, are actually allergic to pollen. When exposed to pollen, bees develop hives. <laughs> Not funny, but kind of just, maybe you'll chuckle, I don't know. <laughs> okay, this is the last one, it's so dumb. Yesterday, I went to the world's tiniest wind turbine exhibition. Honestly, I'm not a big fan. All right. I hope that at least one of those made you laugh. Laughing is good for your spirit and your soul. 
and your future. <laughs> Thank you all so, so much for watching this episode of Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Do not forget to enter my giveaway five $250 Amazon gift cards. And uh, the link is down below to enter. It's quite simple. Just do it. And <laughs> 25 days of micro bikinis is happening right now. Today is day two. Tomorrow will be day three and so on and so forth for 25 days. I'm also throwing in some bonus videos um, and we just have so much fun. So feel free to check it out. No pressure. But if you want to check it out, the links will be down below. Also in the description box, if you're listening to this podcast, head to YouTube so you can see all the links that I'm talking about, the recipe for tickly peach. <laughs> I actually freaking love that. Um, and just links to all my other socials. So, um, please like this video. It really helps out my podcast, just my channel in general. And I would really appreciate it. Um, a thumbs up and subscribe. So you don't miss any of my future content. Summer's around the corner. I've got a ton of swimsuits and they're piling up and I have to start filming. Um, but it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be so much fun and, uh, don't miss out. So subscribe so you don't miss out on my future stuff. And thank you. I hope you have an amazing weekend. I post these podcasts on Friday, maybe to give you a little boost before the weekend. That's kind of the idea. I'm starting the weekend early. <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys, thank you so much. And I'll see you all in my next video.